All right, go ahead. Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Sebastian, and this week I'm joined here by Dwayne. What's going on, man? It's been like by far the longest amount of time without us recording an episode. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I mean, playing some soccer, I guess. I mean, we haven't recorded in like what two weeks? We have not. Yeah, and um, yeah, we yeah went to a showcase. Went to a futsal tournament. You know. Yeah, you've you've been all over the place. I have I got a showcase this weekend. I've been doing I've been doing a little less, but but yeah, we've been we've been kind of like all over the place as far as our schedules are concerned. I've been sick and and some of that stuff, and then you know, but but we're back. Uh, we're back. We got we got your full Super Bowl breakdown uh, <laughs> right here. Uh, no, is that not what we're doing? We're not doing the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl yeah. Let me let me hear your analysis on the Super Bowl, Sebastian. What? How'd you feel? Which, how'd you feel about the Super Bowl? Uh, I'll be honest. For the first three and a half quarters, I was half asleep. Um, <laughs> after after actually after the halftime show, I was almost borderline falling asleep until the last like three minutes of the game where things got interesting, and then after that, like it was. I don't know. I don't watch football. This is the second. This is only the second football game I've watched. Actually, I wouldn't even count it as a second. This is only the. This is the first full football game I've watched all year. I watched the last like ten minutes of the of the Chiefs Lions game leading up to this. And that's about <laughs> it. So this is the extent of my football watching in the 2023-2024 season. So you got to tell me how this compares to. Uh, to you're a regular football watcher, so uh, it was a good game. I mean, is this, it was, would this would this have been considered a like a good action packed game? Action packed, not. I mean, not really. I mean, towards the end, but it wasn't like. I mean, action packed in football is like when they go like forty eight to fifty four or something like that, or like you know, your both teams are scoring above the thirties. Yeah, I mean that's like a. It seemed like, I, I, yeah, this is it. It seemed like you know. And here's not here's how we're related to soccer. It seemed like after the first quarter we were zero zero. Yeah. Um. And all you had seen it wasn't zero zero because everything it was like one one or something. It was tied, right? Like it was like one one. Like but well, because it wasn't because every you had seen like some amazing stops or anything like that. You were literally just seeing guys literally drop the ball all over the place, playing hot potato. So when I looked at that after the end of the first quarter, I was sitting in the kitchen looking at the TV and I was telling telling my family, I said, you know, this this is this is so interesting to me because all these people that complain that they they love football but they can't watch soccer. Um actually, you know when it was? It was at nine o'clock at night when it was close to going to an overtime. It was nine thirty, and I was like, We've been at this for three hours. People complain about that soccer is like too boring. There's not enough scoring, everything else. We literally sat there for 15 minutes of 15 football like minutes. So it was like an hour and a half of of a zero zero game that was super boring. Um, and out of that, it took like four hours for the game to end. By that point, man, in the World Cup final, we had started the World Cup final. Uh, Argentina was up and down the entire time. Uh, Mbappe scored three goals. Messi, Messi scored. Uh, Montiel scores the game, the the PK win. Uh, Messi gets his trophy. Dibu grabs the glove and does what he does with the glove. Like 
all of that, and we would have still had some time left over to party. Yeah, you would have had time for, for a halftime super- show. <laughs> yeah, we would have. And Usher would have still been able to perform, and we would have still been done before the Super Bowl was was done. <laughs> like this is where this is where. It, listen, if you're out there and you're like, listen, I love football and I am a casual soccer fan, um, and I for whatever reason listen to this podcast, then this, my friend, is the reason to switch. To just straight soccer, you're in and out on a regular basis. Unless, in unless you're in a special occasion, you're re- you're in and out in two hours. Guaranteed, you're guaranteed, guaranteed forty five straight minutes of commercial free soccer. Exactly, unless you are, unless it's again special competition where you got like fifteen minutes of extra time, or <laughs> uh, um, you know, because it's official competitions, the extra time is different than any other competition. Uh, unless you got any of that, like realistically, you got. They got rid of that, and I think soccer got rid of that in the United States in the '80s. Remember, we had that like ten overtime or whatever. Yeah. I told you, and yeah, they got rid of that quick. They said we're not sitting here all night. No, but not only that, you want you want video reviews. We got video reviews now. We're good to go, man. VAR is up and running. We're good. We Which got, got iPads on the sidelines. Yeah, we like, got we got it all. Don't worry about it. Um, you ain't challenging nothing. <laughs> What? You're not getting no timeouts. I mean, soccer, you're not challenging anything. You're not getting no timeouts. No, nothing. Just You just go out there and run around. But they need to add a little timeout in there. Yeah. So, so yeah. 30 so seconds. Realistically, I am glad that I've had plenty of soccer to watch over the last couple of weeks. I'm glad I got to watch. I got to watch at least one soccer game yesterday before watching the Super Bowl, or else I wouldn't have made it. Uh, watch the Arsenal game. If that was my only soccer or sports intake for the day. Uh, no, I didn't watch the Arsenal game. I watched uh, Argentina. Well, let's just dive into it. I watched the Olympic qualifiers, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. South America, the Comebol Olympic qualifiers uh, were going on. Um, it's uh, under 23 competition. So the way it works out, it's since there's 10 teams in Comebol, the first round of it gets split into two groups of five. Everybody plays four games. Top two from each group make it to the next round. So then you're from 10, you're down to four. Out of those four, only two of them can make the Olympics. Um, And again, it goes to a round robin kind of group stage of four. You play all three teams. So you play no matter what. You play one team that you played already before. And then you play two teams you haven't played before. Um, Argentina was going into this having tied to Paraguay. In the first game of the, the the final round robin, tied to Venezuela in an unfortunate uh, botched PK in the last minute of the game, and so basically the only thing that was that was it was either win or go home. So there was still in a scenario there was a scenario of the game because it was both games were going to play at the same time. So Argentina played Brazil first, and then Paraguay played Venezuela second. So there's still a scenario where all four teams could be either. All, all four teams that chances to be in and all four teams that chances to be eliminated. Good, good competition right there. I like how they did it. The 10 to 4 and then play a little round robin. Yeah. Got yeah. Great idea, so, man. So um, so then so Argentina basically had to beat Brazil. Um, Brazil was very poor the entire game. Um, 70 minutes of not taking a single shot on goal, pretty much. Um not typical Brazil, right? It was not. It was not. Especially when you have the Endrick guy who's who's already signed to Real Madrid at 17 years old and all that stuff. And 
you know, he's getting ready to go over there. He's getting ready to go over there now. Um, expect an impact out of a player like that that started getting signed. He didn't do anything. Um, so, um, no, Argentina ended up with a game winner in like the 82nd minute. Uh, so Argentina is into the Olympics, having not been in the Olympics since 20. When was Rio? 2016. Since Rio. So it's been eight years. So, um, and then Paraguay. Maybe a little U.S. Argentina matchup. U.S. will be there too. Paraguay made it in as well. Um, hey, Paraguay? Yeah. Um, you know who got knocked out in the in the original like two groups of five stage? Uruguay, which was the Uruguay. I was going to say Uruguay. Uruguay got knocked out. Uruguay didn't make it to the top four. Um, got knocked out, only had won one game out of out of four. Um, and they were the under 20 uh World Cup champions. Okay, let me see. See where the talent is, where it's being developed and where it's not. I mean, um, I mean it doesn't mean that it translates to anything like that we five or six kids probably really no. good national team yeah um but yeah so uh so 10 teams out of the so out of the uh, sorry so out of the 16 teams that make the olympics for men's soccer 12 of them have already been locked in uh, argentina and paraguay are are two um france gets in because they're the host spain ukraine israel out of uefa then USA and the Dominican Republic um, are in. New Zealand is in. Morocco, Egypt, and Mali are in from the um, All right, Mali from the CAF. Yeah. <laughs> from the CAF, man. Um, yeah, from the CAF. Uh, so Mali, man. the remaining the, the remaining four spots um, will be confirmed by the end of May. What are they doing? Like a little tournament. Um. Yeah, I think. Well, two more group. Might as well make two more groups of five. <laughs> take the top four. Yeah, take that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Some, yeah, I. I don't. I don't a hundred percent know how the how the last four teams are supposed to supposed to get in. Uh, to be honest, I'm not. I don't remember. Um. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, well, who would be missing out of this group? Oh, what group? You're missing the Asian, the, uh, you're missing the Asian Football Association. Wait, who's CAF? Uh, Africa, Africa. Morocco, Egypt, and Mali. Gotcha. So you're missing the, um, you're missing Asia, AFC, AFC, AFC. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You're missing, AFC, you're missing AFC and probably because yeah, AFC no, there's no way AFC gets four spots. Probably like a little playoff between like AFC the other must years. AFC must get two and you probably have like a playoff between somebody. Unless you get unless don't forget that they, they have that like Arab Cup of Nations as well. Mm-hmm. Unless there's unless they don't they Olympics are kind of different, you know what I mean? Though, because the Olympics are a little different for different you got countries that aren't like FIFA countries, like this, yeah. Or you get some smaller countries that make it in just because of the nature of whatever their their qualifying tournament is. You know, if you're a team, if you're if you're a country that's got some players, but 
ultimately you can't get any of those players to come or they're not over <laughs> 23, then so that's, when, that's what happened in Argentina. Argentina didn't get every player they wanted. Actually, one of the players that was originally on the roster at 23 had to drop out of the tournament like three days before before the tournament started because his Argentinian club sold him to Germany and his German club decided not to let him go. So at the last second, he had to drop out. That's tough. So, um, tough. It would be interesting <laughs> to see who the over, I'm assuming the over 23 players can't qualify, right? Like they just come in for the tournament. They cannot be in the qualifying stages. They can only come in for the tournament. That's right. There is a so big, be interesting to see how you, how you piece that together too. Well, there's a big rumor in play that, that they want Messi to, to, to do it <laughs> because so in, in Argentina, no soccer player has ever has never has never held the flag in the opening ceremony. Oh man, it's his moment. Not only that, in Paris of all places. Hey. I mean to do it in Paris. Is that the only thing he's missing? Is that the only thing he's missing is gold medal? No, he has a gold medal. He got a gold medal in like 2012 or 2008. He got a gold medal in 2008. 2008 in Beijing. Beijing. I mean, how many games does it take to get to the Olympics? So, so you want to know something? You want to know something interesting? Do you know? Do you know who the only? Do you know who the? There's only one Argentinian athlete that has two gold medals. Luis Scola. Nope. (laughs) I like, I don't know. Maradona. No. Mm -mm. Didn't read. No. So here, here, so. Here's a little bit of a hint. Um, so from a soccer standpoint, the first gold medal Argentina ever won was in 2004 in Athens. So there's only been one, there's only one Argentinian athlete that has ever reached, gotten two gold medals in different Olympics. Not like, you know, multiple gold medals in sin discipline kind of thing. No, like, well, actually, I think still even so. But, but two, two different games. Two different two gold medals, yeah. It's only one. Know, who is it? Only one person. Ooh. And it does relate. It does relate to the Olympic qualifiers that just ended yesterday. I, you don't remember who the coach is for the Argentinian national team right now? For the for the uh, it's, um, Mascherano. That's right. Javier Mascherano. The only the only Argentinian athlete to ever have makes sense. Two thousand four, two thousand eight. Yeah. Two thousand four, yeah. Because that two thousand eight team was kind of stacked. 2008 was was pretty stacked. I mean, 2008, you had Di Maria, Aguero, uh, Messi, Tevez. Yeah, they were stacked. Mascherano, like it was. <laughs> yeah, y'all were playing Molly and, and putting them out five, six, nothing, real quick. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a good. That was a good. That was a good Olympic team. It's a real good Olympic. Yeah, team. that was. That's what I'm saying. The boys might get a, Messi and two of the boys might uh, you know, suit up. Well, how many? I mean, like, what's the format for the Olympics? Four groups of four. Uh, four groups of four, yeah. And top two, or yeah, uh, um, I mean, you want to know? Uh, I mean, I see. Messi may put the boots on for that one real quick. Well, that's the thing, though. Think about it from this standpoint. If you, if you, from from that standpoint. It's difficult because he's coming from the Copa America, 
going straight into the Summer Olympics in an MLS that does not stop. Hey. He's only in a two-year contract. You think he's going to miss that much time? Hey, man, bring me off the bench the first couple of times. I'll watch my minutes. So here's you want, see, I just the here's second the, half. Uh, here's the um here's the 2008 Argentinian national team at the Olympics. What's that? All right, Lautaro Acosta. Um played at Sevilla, Lanús, uh Racing Santander, he played at Boca for a little bit. Recently recently retired. Actually no, he's still technically playing. Uh Sergio Aguero. Ever Banega. Uh, Diego Bonanote, uh, he he bounced around from different places. Uh, Angel Di Maria, uh, Federico Fazio, uh, who played at Sevilla for a long time, played a little bit at Spurs, also at Roma. Uh, Fernando Gago, who at the time uh, was playing at Real Madrid. There you go. Uh, Ezequiel Garay. That says who, something if Real Madrid just like go to the Olympics. Who also at the time was uh was playing at Real Madrid. It's Akil Lavezzi. Uh Lavezzi, who at the time was playing at Napoli and was just scoring at Napoli. And then oh, he was getting buckets at Napoli. And then he was and then he gets transferred to PSG. Uh Javier Mascherano. Uh Leon, for what Liverpool? Uh, at the time in 2008, he was playing for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, Messi, um, who at the time already had a World Cup in him because he was in the 06 World Cup. Uh, Luciana Fabian Monson, who bounced a bunch of different places, played a little bit in uh, Spain, played a little bit in Italy, Italy, played a little bit in France. Nicolas Pereja. Uh, who played at Sevilla? A lot of Argentinians have played at Sevilla, man. No, they do, but I mean, yeah. Sevilla is good. I mean, hey, they got that home. Um, Europa League. <laughs> one, one, uh, one Juan Roman Riquelme, Riquelme was was on that team in the 2008 Olympic team with me. Uh, the goalkeeper, Sergio Romero. <sighs> Under 23, or he was over? He was over at that point, I think. Let me just bring Hey, let me just bring in the goalkeeper. Actually, no, he was, he might have been under. I was about to say, it's like, hey, let me bring in the goalkeeper. Where do I plug and play? You might remember this player, Jose Sosa. Little dude, right? He played for Man City? No, 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 no. Uh, this guy played at Bayern, this guy played at Bayern, played at Napoli. Little AC Milan, then played a Fenerbahce, played all over the place. Besiktas. <laughs> no, he liked Turkey, man. He liked Turkey. Uh, Oscar <laughs> Ustari, goalkeeper. Uh, a goalkeeper who who got hurt, so he was actually the number one. No, then we found Sergio Romero. Gets hurt, gets hurt, and Romero comes in. Yeah, could have been. Uh, and then, and then, you know who the right back of that team was? One of the, one of the, probably one of the best right backs, one of the best Argentinian right backs who have ever played. Um, definitely in England. 
Who was it? Pablo Zabaleta. Uh, Zabaleta. <laughs> played at Man City. Played 230 yeah. games at, at Man City. Actually, after that world, after that Olympic Games, get sold from Espanol to Man City. That was that was his career right there. So, man. so there, that's your team, right? That was the team. Yeah. What was the scores? They just ran through everybody. Uh the scores of that. Um, let me see if I can let me see if I can find it. All right. Well, you probably played somebody good in the final, you would think. Germany. No, I played Nigeria. Played Nigeria. Nigeria. There played, played, played Nigeria, which I remember that game. Nigeria was uh the, the I mean some questionable birth certificate checks there. Oh, they filled it their whole national team. They pulled up with everybody. <laughs> so Argentina was Argentina's Argentina's group was Ivory Coast, Argentina, Australia, and Serbia. Argentina, Australia. Where is it? Five teams in there? How many four, teams? Four. Argentina, Ivory Coast, Australia, Serbia. Uh, Ivory Coast. Yeah. So yeah. um uh, um First game, two to one, Argentina over over Ivory Coast. Uh, Cisse was playing for Ivory Coast, scored a goal. Um, then one zero against Australia, and two nothing versus uh, Serbia. One of the yeah, other group, one of the other groups was Niger. This was actually probably the group of death right here. Nigeria, Netherlands, USA, and Japan. Yeah, some good. Uh, that's some a good that's, good. that's a good group. Who came through? Nigeria and who else? Netherlands. Um. Then in the other group, Group C was Brazil, Belgium, China, New Zealand. Brazil and Belgium made made it through. And then the last group was Italy, Cameroon, South Korea, Honduras, and Italy and Cameroon uh, made it through. So, um, Argentina played the Netherlands in the quarterfinals. Uh, two one, um, two one after extra time. Oof. Um, then beat Brazil three nothing. Ooh. And then one nothing. Uh, Di Maria scored a goal. Di Maria has scored in like every major Argentinian final in the last like twenty five years. Yeah, he's the best best score you got, man. Olympics, Olympics. He scored World Cup final. He scored. Um, Copa America final he scored and then the finalissimo he scored all four of them yeah baller yeah so so yeah there's your that was a 2008 squad 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 deep uh, gave up gave up two goals the entire tournament 2-1 victories but hey man it was some saying like bring they, didn't score, they didn't score a ton but they also didn't give up any goals yeah, they probably gave up the least amount of goals. Were the only team to go six and zero. Um, were actually were the they were the only team to win every game. Yeah, I was about to say they was out there knocking the ball around because they just yeah. seemed yeah. like they was. They I mean, look at that team. Control. Look at those players. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing you were missing on that team was like really a target forward, like yeah, like a yeah, because Aguero, Aguero, what isn't isn't that necessarily. That's the only thing you were missing in that team. The 2004 team had Carlos Tevez. They was, they was all they just knocking that ball around. And just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, um, let's just, we're just going to keep it today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, Mascherano 
Sabaleta and um, Riquelme were the over 23 players for that team. Oh, so they got him some, brought some back to him. Yeah. So by the area of the team they were the weakest, they were like, I'm going to get some guys that could just plug yeah. in. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, uh, having done that, that history lane, um, uh, AFCON final, the AFCON finally closed out. Uh, I thought it was a pretty thrilling, um, honestly, a pretty thrilling, um, AFCON tournament in general. Uh, Ivory Coast beating Nigeria two to one. So the host nation ended up winning. Um, so it was it was pretty cool. Um, I watched a little bit of that game. Um, exciting, huh? Was it exciting? It was. It was. It was exciting. Exciting game. Sebastian Haller scored the uh, the last the last goal. Okay, so okay. Him, you know, from you know, we've we've talked about him in general on the podcast. His his story, his recovery over the last three years, it's been incredible. Yeah. Um, and then the Asian cup the afc asian cup uh had its final on saturday guitar back-to-back champs they play jordan <laughs> all right jordan but but hey man uh jordan come back to the copa america jordan 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 beat south korea two two nothing in the semifinals where was south korea and the boys at i mean I mean, Sun was there. He was he was out there. He was out there, man. He's starting. Must have been cloudy that day or something. I don't know, man. Yeah, he there. They had everybody. They had everybody. And then Qatar, just... and then Qatar beat Iran. Um, oh. beat Iran in the in the semifinals. Um. So yeah, I mean, pretty pretty crazy to to be honest. It's, it was a pretty crazy like end. Um, Australia gets knocked out by South Korea and then South Korea gets knocked out by Jordan. Um, yeah, Jordan basically barely made it through every round. They were just, Hey, they were just, Hey, they were hanging tough. Jordan, Jordan in the round of 16 beat Iraq three, three to two. Then they beat Tajikistan one, nothing. Then they beat South Korea two nothing. And then they lose three, one against Qatar. Um, so yeah, guitar back to back, back to back. Tashikistan, Tashikistan, man. Where's that at? Um, in Asia. <laughs> That's it. As, much as, I can as much as I can give you, my friend. Qatar, uh, Qatar beat Uzbekistan in the quarterfinals. I've heard of Uzbekistan, but Tashikistan's a new one. Yeah, Tashikistan. I, I don't, I don't know. I saw the U.S. women beat Uzbekistan, <laughs> but but what's interesting is if you look at it from a like Saudi Arabia made Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and the UAE UAE all made it to the round of sixteen. So a lot of money coming in there, man. Telling you, they're gonna start bringing these players. They're gonna start bringing these players at like 14 years old. They're gonna bring that kid from Chelsea at 14. Yeah, they're gonna nationalize. They're gonna try to nationalize. Yeah, that's right. Pay to play in a national scheme. Well, I was looking at, um, you know, who the backup goalkeeper for Barcelona is? Pena or whatever. Nope, the third third goalkeeper. Pecky. 
the third goalkeeper is um uh what's his name? Uh Diego Cochin. Oh no, I've never heard of him. So Diego Cochin um is originally uh from Miami, Florida. He is 17 years old. Um uh signed uh basically moved from um moved from the Western Academy to um 2018 uh because his parents moved up there um and then um he got he got in La Masia and then he was uh he's in there he has the ability to play for four national teams right now yeah, we need to get him in the Olympics so he currently plays in the U17s um but he actually, so his mom um his mom is from uh Peru and his dad's from Venezuela so you can play for either of those two countries but because he's lived in he's lived in Spain for more than 2 years and he's technically has the ability to have a um South American citizenship he only needs to live there for two, live in Spain for 2 years to be eligible to play for Spain as well. No man, don't trade this. So Spain, so Spain's trying to get him. Nah, man, don't, don't. Nah, we need to go after that guy. Spain's trying to get him. Yeah, we need to, we need to go after that guy, man. Quick. Diego Cochen, man, six two, six two, seventeen year old. I mean, whatever. Bring him in for the Olympics. Let him start. Anyone with that? Um, <laughs> yeah. pace, man. In in October, in October, the Guardian named him as one of the uh, best players born in 2006 in the world. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's make him our starting keeper. Yeah, Diego, Diego, man, Diego coaching, Diego coaching. Um, see, whatever you know how they got the, the list of all the players they want. Just write that name at the top <laughs> in the whiteboard. Pencil them in. Greg's got a whiteboard. Well, does he coach the Olympic team? Uh, no, maybe not. I don't know who coaches the Olympic team. Me neither. I mean, it's probably somebody we know, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Just go ahead, pencil, pencil them in. Pencil them in. Put them in the whiteboard. Starter. starter. <laughs> anybody uh, else? We need anybody else in that kind of situation. I mean, listen. Over the summer, he'd be the perfect guy to get. You're not gonna. You're not gonna pick up Stefan, right? Like, you're not gonna grab Stefan from the Rapids. Make it that Chelsea guy. Stefan went back to the Rapids, right, for this year. Yeah, he went back to the Rapids. Yes, you're not going to pick up Stefan in the middle of the season. The Rapids can't afford to lose him. <laughs> the record signing. Yeah, that's he's just going to be their DP, man. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's who people are coming to see. Zach Stefan is their international DP. <laughs> Goalkeeper slot is crazy. <laughs> but I mean, realistically, like, yeah, they're not going to be able to afford him. Uh, I mean, you got a couple other players. You got a couple other goalkeepers playing in different places. Um, I saw somebody. Somebody, somebody just moved. There's plenty of goalkeepers. Whoever was at whoever was it, Ethan Horvath, I think, just moved to a different club. Yeah, he was like a third string at uh, Nottingham Force. Yeah, I think he just uh, he moved over to, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he's at Cardiff. Oh. He moved over a week ago. He moved over to Cardiff. 
bounce around, brother. But there you go, right? Are you going to bring in a 28-year-old goalkeeper for the Olympics? Ethan Horvath? Ethan Horvath is 28. No, I'm bringing in Ethan. I'm bringing in uh, Drake, Drake Concha, whatever. What's his name? Diego Cochin. <laughs> Diego Cochin. I thought his name was Drake. Diego no, Drake Calendar. <laughs> Drake Calendar. Diego no, Cochin, me, you, came in, you know what? I'm off the Drake Calendar boat. I, by the way, I just want to. I just want to say publicly, put it out there. After Drake Calendar gave up a goal from midfield in in Saudi Arabia, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Yeah, listen, man. When 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 Laporte scores from you from midfield, uh, on a free kick, like actually five five ten yards behind midfield from, you know, off a free kick, like nah, I'm done. Drake Calendar, it's got to go. Drake Calendar. Let's bring in David De Gea. Let's get him in there. Let's let's get him in there. Uh, let's let's see him in the pink. I might as well get Diego on loan. He's from Miami. Diego. Diego coaching. Diego coaching. Yeah, let's get him. Let's get Diego coaching at Inter Miami on loan from Barcelona. That we got the connections. Might as well, man. Let him let him rock for a year or two. Yeah, then bring it, then send them back. Xavi will be done by that point. Barcelona. Hey, he'll he'll have played with Messi to Barcelona tying to uh Grenada the other day. Grenada on the relegation table. <laughs> Can't can't be Granada, man. Uh, listen, I got uh, before we jump into the player of the match, I got a I got a cool story for you that I'm super excited for. Um, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that all this is actually true. Over, <laughs> I'm hoping because uh, I've been calling this for for years. Over 35 World Cup has been officially announced. Apparently, yeah. Over 35 World Cup uh, in England. In England, it's going to be a week-long tournament. Uh, it's only a week. Yeah, um, Everybody else got to go back to work. <laughs> so it's only it's only a week. Uh, it's it's right now. Right now, it's uh it's set to start June 4th, and then it's supposed to be done June 11th. Uh, only eight teams are are invited, and it's the only eight teams that have ever won a World Cup. Ooh, elite! So it's yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's how I look at it. So you got England, uh, Argentina, Brazil, France, Germany, Italy. Yeah, Spain, he's sniping calendar. Yeah, <laughs> you just you yeah, absolutely. You haven't seen that yet? No, nah, I ain't seen that. Yeah, yet. I'm, off the, I'm off the ca- I'm off the calendar, but um, yeah, he um. But <laughs> all right, so England, Argentina, Brazil, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Uruguay. Only eight teams brought in. So it's a quarterfinal, uh, quarter, semis, and then uh bring in anybody. And you can bring in anybody that's over 35 and retired. Oh, they gotta be retired. You gotta be retired, man. You can't be bringing in. <laughs> you can't be bringing in Kalini out here, man. You're you gotta be bringing in ringers, dog. <laughs> I mean, at thirty-five, about? at thirty-five, you still got, you still can. Yeah, Spain can't be bringing in no David De Gea out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, man. Brazil, Brazil, Brazil's bringing in uh, what's his name from from Chelsea. 
Oh, uh, Tiago Silva. Tiago Silva. Bringing in Casemiro. Casemiro. William. <laughs> <laughs> they could probably form an over 35 11 just out of Brazil. Or sorry, hey. just just playing just playing the Premier League. Yeah, you probably could. Bringing in Hulk. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dust off the boots real quick and come on here. But these guys are still playing. <laughs> Oscar. Oscar. Um we'll so, about Oscar. so so here are the teams for according to according to some sources, here are the teams. Um Steve McManaman for England. Okay. Uh, Esteban Cambiaso for Argentina. Emerson for Brazil. Um, Karen Bue for uh, France. Uh, Kurani for Germany. Materazzi for Italy. Uh, Michael Salgado for Spain. And Diego Lugano for Uruguay. Um, provisional squads include Michael Owen. Mm. Who we will talk about in a little bit for Brazil. This is this is not fair for Brazil. I'm just letting you know. I'm putting it out there right now. So you, you're crowning Brazil the champions. Ronaldinho I mean, can still come out there and ball. Kaka, Kaka is out there. Oof. Ronaldinho and Rivaldo. Oof. Not Ronaldo. I've I've seen him try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the coach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he's he's not. He's not putting on the boots. No. Um, he might be wearing boots, but not the yeah. boots. Um, Fabio Cannavaro for Italy. Remember the bald guy? Short bald guy? Short bald guy. Um, and then per reports, here's where England, this is where also England potentially not, not, not fair. Ashley Cole, Joe Cole, Rio Ferdinand, David James, Frank Lampard, and Robbie Fowler. I can mean uh strap on the boots. Nah, I mean Beckham Beckham could do it. Remember, imagine should. Beckham Be- and you bring back uh um uh what's his name? Um uh Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Coach. No, nah, yeah, but to play. I don't know, man. Some <laughs> days might. But my- Rio Ferdinand is going to put a nasty tackle on somebody in the middle of the field. <laughs> I think David Beckham should pull up. Uh, other prominent players to be to be participating: Cafu, Roberto Carlos, Thierry Henry, cousin, uh, Marcel Desailly from France, Hernan Crespo, and Pablo Zabaleta. Here's here's one that I'm super excited about. One retired player. That only retired because he just didn't want to do it anymore. Mezut. Oh, yeah, Mezut. Ozil, Ozil, Sammy Kadira. Bring them some, bring them some squads. Um, David Villa. Now, the question is who who can't play? Like, these are Carlos, Carlos Puyol, Francesco Totti, and Diego Forlan. Yeah, somebody's gonna be out here balling. Wait, Diego here, for long. Here's the cool thing about. Here's the cool thing about it. It's eleven aside, seventy minute long games, rolling substitutes. 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, rolling subs, man. That's that is perfect. That's that perfect because you get to see your star, the stars all over the place. Thirty-five minute halves. Yeah, that's perfect. It's a little bit too long, but hey, perfect. We'll take it. We'll take. No, nah, we'll take it, man. <laughs> Sign me up for whatever streaming service is going to host this. Sign me up. I've been, well. I've been, I've been asking for this since I've been watching some more like. They've been doing a lot more of these, more of these like charity events and stuff like that. I've been, I've been, I've been loving it. No, I think it's cool. I mean, it gives, I mean, you named some real, some guys that, like you said, just retired. Just because Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho played against some streamer guy at Nova Southeastern where I went to college. They played, they played, they played futsal in the basketball court in the arena where I went to school. I mean, that's lit. Like it was, it's pretty cool. So uh yeah man let's let's go like i i want to know i'm actually you know for the next time we record let's, i want to know who still got i want to know who can get signed to a team tomorrow <laughs> so all right for the for for the i'm gonna pick a team let's say me i'll pick a team you pick a team and let's bring in an 18 squad squad of 18 squad of 18 of retired players over 35 let's cap it at 45 35 to 45. 50. Let's go 50, 50, 50. 35 to 50 gives us a 15 year window. Retired players. And let's, and we're allowed to bring in for the, for the sake of the game, five players that are over 35 still currently playing. And you could bring in five players still playing. Let's just, so, so 18, so total 23 players we're going to bring in. All right. 23 players. You got 18, 18. Plus five, uh, it includes three goalkeepers. You got to bring in three goalkeepers. You got to bring in three goalkeepers. Yeah, bring in three goalkeepers. So it gives you twenty field players. You got to bring in. Remember, you're playing eleven aside. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm bringing in some. All right, so you can so bring in like three wingers that can really rotate. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Argentina. I'll do Argentina. Who do you want? Where do you think? Where do you think your your the most amount of your soccer knowledge comes in. I mean, England, Brazil, France, Germany, Italy, Spain. I was thinking like Uruguay, Spain or Germany. You don't want to do a Uruguay? No, it would have to be like Spain or Germany. All right. So what do you, what do you want? Even England. Over 35. Yeah. You got to pick over 35. I mean, in Spain, here's, here's here's the upside, right? Spain, well, England, England, obviously Premier League, more famous of a league. Spain, 2010 World Cup. Yes, I'm saying. Italy, 06 World Cup. Germany had what? 16? 2014. 2014, but they had a whole bunch of old dudes then. Yeah, but some of them were actually still playing, though. It's true. A lot of them still playing. A lot of them still playing. Mizzou, Mizzou, German, or is he like Turkish? No, Mizzou's German. German. Mizzou's German. Yeah, dude. Schweinsteiger. <laughs> Schweinsteiger. Michael Ballack. Philip Lom. Michael Philip Lom. There you go. Yeah, Oliver Kahn. There you go. Oliver Kahn. Oliver Kahn is definitely over 50. Oliver <laughs> 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 Kahn. Played his last World Cup in 2006 as a 35 year old. 
I'm pretty sure he's oh. 54. He's 54. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Oliver Kahn played his last World Cup in 2006. Vivid memories of that. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah, Oliver too, too old, man. <laughs> Oliver's. Yeah, Oliver. Can't come out play with someone maybe too old. <laughs> no, but you can bring in um Podolski and. No, for a goalkeeper in Germany, you can bring in uh, what's his face from the 2014 um, World Cup. Um, uh, what's oh goodness gracious? Why can't I remember? I got it right here. Uh, Manuel Neuer. Uh, Neuer, yeah, but he's still playing. Oh, uh, he's still technically playing, so you can't. I'm trying to bring in some hoopers that are still playing. Just taking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just trying to bring in some hoopers. They're still playing. I gotta bring in the best. The 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 hard part. The hard part for the hard. Honestly, the hard part for Germany would be finding a goalkeeper. I mean, goalkeepers do play for a minute, though. If you think about it. Especially for Germany, because they've had the same three goalkeepers for 40 years. Yeah, Oliver Kahn, Manuel Neuer, and who else? Uh, Ter Stegen has been the backup goalkeeper since 2006. Yeah. <laughs> Still can't get on the field. Student, yeah, man. He loves Germany, too. Like, come on, man. Yeah, he could have chosen to play for Spain. Um, could have used you. Yeah, I mean, Spain I mean, goalkeepers are easy. Victor Valdez, Iker Casillas. Yeah. Uh, Canizares. Oh. <laughs> um, Puyol, PK, it's easy center backs. Yeah. Man. I guess Jordi Help is still playing. Busquets is still playing. Iniesta's technically retired. Xavi. Xavi. Xavi Alonso, all the chat. Alonso. I mean, you just get their whole squad. Fabregas. Fabregas. Yeah, he just retired too. Yeah, he just retired. Yeah, there you go. So, all right. So, who do you, who do you want? So we can I throw with Spain. Fernando Torres. Spain. All right, cool. Fernando Torres, you bringing the Nino back? I mean, come on, man. I'm bringing. Hey, I'm, you said rolling subs. He got ten minutes to prove to me that he can score. <laughs> You bring in, you bring in, uh, uh, you bring in, uh, Diego, what's his name? Diego, who? Uh, what's his name? The guy was Brazilian, but technically for Spain, played Atletico Madrid. Oh, um, Diego Lopez. No, not Diego Lopez. Diego, um, um, Diego Costa. Diego Costa. Costa. He's yeah, 35. He's 35. Technically, really, actually, never... no, he's not retired yet. He's still playing. Who's he playing for? Uh, Grêmio. In Brazil. In Brazil. Playing in Brazil. So, all right. So you got Spain. Perfect. Yeah. Bring this hoopers. All right. Perfect. All right. Player of the match. Uh, my player of the match is going to go to. A mercy Fi. Uh, so he is the Ivory Coast coach. So if you didn't hear, hear about this, so Ivory Coast won their first game in the AFCON group stage, lost their next two, 
fired their coach, still made it through as one of the best third place teams for just winning one game and just won. And he took over, had never coached a senior national, a senior team in general, been the head coach of a senior team, took over the team and, and won the, the AFCON. So pretty impressive. Take on a team, basically. That's the kind of job I need, man. Just coach a team for a tournament real quick. See what third, you can do. Not even for a tournament. You even coach it for the entire tournament. So that's a good, that's a sweet gig, man. He knew, yeah. he knew that guy was getting fired the whole time. He's like, I feel like <laughs> he's waiting. Work. He's waiting. Go golf. Um, uh, all right. Uh, who are you? Uh, who's your player of the match? Player of the match. And definitely nobody from Crystal Palace. Definitely <laughs> not the goalkeeper, not the coach. No, nothing. Um, match. Nobody did anything good. Dan Simmons, player of the match. All right. Played uh, Polytech the other day. Saw the old Polytech boys, man. Played well. Nice. Was he coaching it? No, nah, he wasn't coaching. No oh. one was out there. Oh, okay. Dan don't go to those things. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. He don't go to these indoor functions. <laughs> All right. Uh, on this day in soccer history, February 12, 2003, 17-year-old Wayne Rooney became the youngest international for England. Um, Theo Walcott would actually go and later on and beat his record. but Theo Walcott? Yeah. That's another probably over 35. <laughs> over 35. Probably still playing though, right? He is. He is. Isn't he playing for... Um, isn't he playing for Brighton? He is playing for... I think he's playing for Brighton. No, he stopped playing for Southampton. He's only 34. Oh, oh you can't even bring him in. No, who, who's, playing for, who's, the, who's playing for... for? There's a former Arsenal player that's playing forward for Brighton. Well, while you look him up... Robin Van Persie? I'll keep, I'll keep looking. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, it, it was against Australia... Uh, it was the first time England and Australia played an international match in England. Um, one of the interesting things about the match, uh, doing your like this, uh, uh, England brought in so many players that they had the ability to basically, they subbed out the entire team in the second half. Wow. So 11 players in one half, 11 players in the second half. And this is today a double, double on this day in history. Uh, February 12th, 2004. Um, so only a year later, uh, Sergio Aguero makes his debut as a 15 year old in the La Copa Libertadores for Independiente. There you go. Um, yeah, big time. Here's the funny part he's only the second youngest player to debut in the Copa Libertadores. Got like a 14 year old out there, they did. Yeah, they had a 14 year old Chilean kid named Diego Suarez. Diego Suarez. All right, my Dan Simmons Fair Play of the Week award uh, goes to goes out to Nathan Goldberg Cranier. Uh, Nathan officially uh, won the vice president of U.S. Soccer, and we are so happy for Nathan. Not only because uh, he won, but also because he was on the podcast uh, right before the elections. So, I mean, I mean, it's like we won. Yeah. Pretty cool. 
right? Like, Congratulations. There's so a pause. Way to go. Way to, pause button. Oh, my bad. My bad. Which one is it? Nope. That's not it. That's the. Nope. <laughs> there we go. There it is. There it is. Right there. there it is. Good job, Nathan. Way to go. Uh, I texted Nathan right before and then uh, right before he went out to to Texas. And then uh, when not only did I text him right when he won, he also texted back saying, give me a few weeks and I'm back on the podcast. Word. So he's back officially as the vice president of U.S. Soccer. So he's got, going his, uh, he's got going his Crip World Tour real quick. Pumped up, pumped up for that. Like, yeah. What's up? For sure. That's pretty, it's big time. Um, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. US soccer. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to officially say this because it's not official or by any stretch of the imagination or there's any sort of sense of truth to this. I'm just saying, I feel like we have a chance of being like the official podcast of the 2026 World Cup. But I'm assuming he probably doesn't want me to say that. And it's not a, not a thing. <laughs> but you never know. We got plenty of time. You see, get, you get a, here's a pair of media credentials. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Who's see, your just, need a, just need a plane. Yeah. So, I mean, Nathan, just come back on. We'll talk logistics. Uh, and by logistics, we'll ask you if we can have any part in the World Cup. Yeah, U.S. I mean, sucks the U.S. The the link to, to the media. He might just be able to just say, hey, here's the link to the media table that you can sign up for. Yeah, here you go. Here's the best. Who's your fair play of the week? Uh, shout out to the people in uh, at the Ocean State Parks and Rec. Put on a good football tournament, jam-packed nice. day. Um, games every 24 minutes, had four courts. I mean, it was pretty good. Nice. Good competition. Uh, well-run event. Thought it was cool. Good stuff. I mean, coach played 20 games this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's definitely it. I mean, I had like, what, three con? I mean, I had like three conflicts, but it was good. It was a good. It was a good event, you know. Everybody got five matches, got to play, ball out out there. Nice, good stuff. Well, uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at de soccer podcast at the soccer podcast on Instagram. Uh, Dwayne, hopefully it won't be this long to before we can record again. I mean, I'll be at some more events, and then you know, just after that, we'll start recording. We'll start recording from the from the parking lot. Yeah, I mean, we got a game, what, next Saturday? Yeah, we start recording from the parking lot. Uh, Luis is... Luis. I mean, we, we got to check the weather. We got to check the weather first. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Record. It's going to be cold. We, we might record in the car. car, car yeah. <laughs> uh, Luis is going to start coming into the uh, to the games now. He's got he's got a season ticket. You got a ticket? <laughs> you got a ticket. Luis got a ticket. You got a ticket, man. Three tickets coming in clutch. Yeah, so Luis, Luis has a ticket. So he's going to start coming into the game. So maybe we'll get him on the podcast. Uh, I'll give away a ticket. You give away a ticket to one of our listeners to one of the game, one of the games. So we have, so we give out two tickets on opposite sides of the stadium. <laughs> it's like the worst date ever. <laughs> or, or are you saying that you give a ticket away so they can sit next to you? Yeah, whatever they pick, wherever they want to sit. Or, or are they sitting next to our significant others? <laughs> I don't know that that would go well either. That'd be hilarious. Hey, sorry, surprise! <laughs> At the door, surprise! Yeah, I, I can't. Sorry, I can't get in. I don't have my ticket. I sold it. I can't. I can't get in. Uh, Sebastian and I are going to go out the food truck, and we're going to watch from the from the tailgate. 
We're watching from the bar. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hey, enjoy the game. Enjoy the game with this stranger who listens to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. There you go. That would be the way to go. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining us this week. And remember, always receive the ball on your front foot. <laughs>